0: And we have a special guest joining us again as we get ready to travel to Alabama to take on Alabama State for their homecoming. He is no stranger to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. He does this for us every single year. He's the color analyst for the Hornet Sport Network, none other than Kamari Darrington. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club.
1: Well, thank you for having me back. Always fun talking to you guys. I'm uh, glad to talk about football. Great way to spend some time with you guys.
0: Absolutely. We always appreciate it. You're so knowledgeable of our opponents. You always give us the, the gems and jewels, so had to have you back. But we definitely want to start off uh, with this big come-from-behind-swag road win over Texas Southern, 16-13. to Alabama State scored 10 unanswered points in the fourth, so talk a little bit about that game and that big win. We'll
1: start off faster in games we did last week against Texas Southern. And we knew it was going to be a tough game. And, uh, you know, because Texas Southern has such a great quarterback, Andrew Bottie, just uh, unbelievable talent. And uh, it was was a good win for Alabama State. Both teams tried an onside kick that was unsuccessful. Uh, So there were a lot of mistakes in in the game. But I think for Alabama State, finishing the game and and finishing the way that they did, I think, gives them confidence coming into a game where we we, we both know it's going to be a supreme challenge. Uh, for Alabama state, uh, but it's a great opportunity for Alabama state as well and you we're know, we coming to a game where I, I don't think Alabama state's played its best game yet the okay. best football ahead of them so uh perhaps uh, that that gives the fans uh here some hope that uh, maybe they'll play uh, their best game because they're gonna have to play have uh, to. The, the best game they played all season mm-hmm. if they're going to give themselves a chance to come with W on Saturday.
0: Right. So last weekend, the Hornets came away with the win in a game where their quarterback only threw for 104 yards on nine completions. Now, that's typically not a recipe for success, but their ground game really carried them 225 on the ground. They really spread it around. They had a 100 yard rusher, a 75 yard rusher, and some other guys contributing as well. So, was that the expected identity of this team going into the season to rely so heavily on the run?
1: Well, I think they wanted to be a little bit more balanced. I think when you come into the season, you have a quarterback like Demetrius Davis, uh, just the potential of this offense because of all the weapons that he has around him, all the guys that he can get the ball to. I don't think people expected them to be able to run, to rely on the run as much, but uh, to rely a little bit more on, on Davis's arm. But I think as the season has gone on, we've seen that the strength of the team has been the running game mm-hmm. because they've got uh, three running backs that they can get the ball to and can all contribute. Uh, Juwan Howe leads the team in rushing touchdowns. Uh, Ja'Cory Merritt mm-hmm. came in as the featured back, and he has been the featured back throughout the year. And then Santo Dunn, who transferred in from Morehouse, is another guy in the backfield that is that – is, so it's kind of a three-headed monster, mm-hmm. but they also go with the hot back. You know, last week was Juwan Howe down the stretch. You know, Ja'Cory Merritt a couple of weeks ago before he got hurt against the Prairie of and m Of course, he came back and game against Texas Southern. He was the hot back. Santo mm-hmm. Dunn. It has also been the future back in time. So I think coming into the season, there was uh, there was a lot of hope that the offense could be a lot more explosive. And uh, we've seen at times they can be explosive. Against Miles, they scored on the first three possessions, and then they didn't score again the whole rest of the
0: game. Mm-hmm. So
1: they have looked good at times. They look like they've been the team that can move the ball down the field. But then they've, they've had trouble in the red zone, and uh, we've seen this only uh, a lot of people have had trouble in the red zone against Jackson yep. State this year. Us uh, so, uh, even getting to the red zone against Jackson State. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Alabama State, they've got to finish drives. Uh, obviously, you got to finish drives with touchdowns. you got to finish drives with kicks. And I think for Alabama State, they're, they're going to have to play a lot better. They're going to have to play a, a lot more cleaner than they played throughout the season, uh, again, to be able to move the ball against this defense. And, and I think, you know, the running game, the fact that they made an effort to run the ball a little bit more lately has kind of helped them move the game along with they don't have to rely on his, have to rely on Demetrius Davis making plays on as much. They know they they can run the football, and I think that they will have to be able to run the football that effectively uh, to give themselves a chance this Saturday.
0: Right, and you talked about that three-headed monster, uh, Merritt, Dunn, and Howard. Uh, I heard they've been dubbed Earth, Wind, and Fire, so they have a nickname. So definitely a lot of of confidence with those guys. So looking forward to getting it on with them. But, you know, that rushing attack, it's even more impressive considering the fact that the offensive line is a little bit banged up. They've suffered some injuries. So are they expecting that unit to be back at full strength soon, or is that a long-term concern?
1: It's a long-term concern, but I think they'll get be able to have a couple guys back healthy this week. And uh, you know, it's always man up, no who's in the lineup. So I think you know, Eddie Robinson Jr. is not going to make any excuses, and, and it was that he has some experienced guys behind the guys that he's uh, uh, got on the offensive line right now. So mm-hmm. I think for them, it, it's it's more of um, it's a defense. Uh, able to attack a defense and uh, the question is we'll I have enough guys to finish the game mm. but i think that they will be able to, to, to field an offensive line that will uh do their best against uh a strong defensive line and, and i hope that their guys in the backfield can make plays because mm. you know, it comes down to uh, those guys uh, finding the right uh finding the right holes and, and hitting them hard and and seeing what they can do
0: Absolutely. And you talked about your quarterback, Demetrius Davis, a four-star transfer from Auburn. So a lot of expectations for him coming in on uh, his two SWAT games. He's completed twenty-two of forty-two, two seventy-seven, a touchdown, a pick, fifty-two percent completion percentage. So where would you say he stands right now relative to those expectations? And does he seem to have solidified that position?
1: Uh, you know, it's been up and down, you know, he 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 tries to make a big play, sometimes when big play doesn't have to be there, uh, you know it's kind of frustrating for for a coach. You know he want he you know he wants every play to be a home run ball because he's so used to having success. Mm. Uh, of course, when you win fifty one games in high school, that's going to happen. But you know, again, this is you know he's only started three games in in, in college you know, This is a it's a different animal. Sure. The speed is different. It's just a it's just a faster game. So I think people expected this off. Like people expected it to, but again, you have to you know you have to get the, the right guys. You have to have to give them time to develop. Now it's the sixth game of the year. He so, said, "Well, you know, it's, it's sixth game of the season." But but again, you, know, you got guys that have transferred in, uh, so it's not a you know they haven't been together the whole time. So you know that's kind of the, uh, his his best days are ahead of him. I think mm-hmm. uh, people came into the. I don't know if they, they overthought what was going to happen or, or put too much mm-hmm. expectation on him, but, you know, he's a freshman and he's playing, you know, this is going to be his fourth start as a freshman mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's made plays this year. He's had good games. Hasn't turned the ball over a lot. Hasn't, you know, made too many bad decisions. But, you know, you, you have to take the good with the bad. You know, with him, you know, he wants to make the big play. Sometimes you got to take what the defense gives you. And I think he's going to learn that as he moves along in his career. But I think for right now, you know, he, he. I think I think he knows he can play better too. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing about it. He wants to get better, and I think with this offense and all the guys that he has around him, he doesn't have to make the big play. He can let those guys make plays for him. And so I think the game, as he gets older, the game will come to him, and uh, he'll, he'll be a lot better in that respect. I think right now it's about using his talent and using his ability as as a dual threat quarterback to make plays for the team.
0: Mm-hmm. And speaking of this offense, currently the Hornets have one of the least potent offenses in the SWAC, only averaging about 15 points per game in conference play. That's, that's 10th best in the league. So what are some of the keys to getting this offense going?
1: Well, first of all, I think it starts with the offensive line. The offensive line has to block better. Uh do who better or who's up front. Like you said, we are a little bit banged up, but we do have to block better up front. And uh, you know, I think the fact that our running game is starting, you are starting to see that three-headed monster in the backfield, I think mm-hmm. it's been beneficial. Also, penalties have to, to come down. Uh, especially when we got into the red zone, we've had penalties or holding or you know, uh, mistakes that have uh, kept us from scoring touchdowns. And that's mm-hmm. another big key. You gotta, you gotta score touchdowns against Jackson State. you can you the mm-hmm. field goals, it's gonna be a long day for you. Uh, the way the way Jackson State scored the ball. So I think for Alabama State. You know, I, I kind of look at it like this: Can they run? Can they run for 175 to 200 yards? If they can do that, um, they'll have a chance to win the game. Now, obviously, it, you know, you can't give Jackson State you know extra possession by turning the ball over, and that's been a problem for 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 us this year is turn the ball over. Um, so that that's something that'll have to be corrected. I think at the end of the day, um, you have to have you have to have the confidence first of all going into the, the game that you're going to win the game. And with, with the offense that they have, I think, like I said, like I said they they're playing. I think the, they have the potential to be better than they've been. So maybe this is the kind of opponent that will give them uh, the the um, the ability to do that. But you know, it's it's going to be hard. You know, Jackson State's defense has been very good. Uh, I think Alabama State's relied on his defense right. for most of the years. Definitely. You know, that's you know, and it's been Alabama State's calling card has been its defense. So uh, but uh, Alabama State's gonna have to create some turnovers, maybe give themselves some short fields to, to not have to go the length of the field all the time. And uh they have to take advantage when they have uh, opportunities in the red zone, they got to score touchdowns. It, well, first of all, they could get to the red zone, uh, but when they get there, they gotta score touchdowns. So you can't can't kick field goals against this team. All
0: right. And you know, when you talk about Scoring touchdowns, obviously, is going to take some improved quarterback play because, you know, with a defense like Jack State, you can't be one-dimensional. So we definitely need to see more from Davis, which means you'll need to see more from his receiving group. So who are those receivers who have the talent to step up to help them out? I know Jeremiah Hickson has been solid for them. So is he Is he a guy – is he the main guy or some other guys as well?
1: I think he's been the main guy. Uh, of course, he took that man last year uh, after a couple guys left, and he kind of carried it into this year. Uh, levante Chenault, whose brother's playing in the NFL right now, uh, has has come up with some big plays for him this year. I think the return of Keyshawn Johnson, he had some LDB issues, but now he's been back the last couple of games. He yeah, I think he stepped forward and being a pretty good target. But you know, I think with Davis, they the you know, there are a lot of guys that he can get the ball to. And you know, we haven't used the tight ends a lot. I think yeah. um we gotta get these tight ends going. You know, I don't think they brought him here to just be blockers. I think they, right. they brought him there to catch the ball. So I mean, uh, all hands have to be on deck this Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you're going to uh, you know, – everybody's got to contribute. If you're going to beat a team like Jackson State, you're going to have to score points, and, and everybody's got to contribute out there. I, I think um, – and I think, you know, running backs out of the backfield, Merrick, um, Howell, and Dunn, you, you might have to, you know, split them out at times at playing receiver. Mm-hmm. So uh, all hands have to be on deck. And, and obviously, um, move on down the field. We're not just going to be able to run the ball. we have to have to make plays down the field. And there will be some opportunities, I think, to make plays down the field. So, uh, you know, if, if we can do that, then, um, you know, we give ourselves a chance to move the ball. I, I think you have to have balance. I think you have to have about 200 yards rushing and about 200 yards passing. But also I think the quarterback has to play above and beyond, you know, kind of like a job description. He's got to play above and beyond what he's played so far. Because if you're going to match or even be comfortable to what is going to do, because you expect your door to get his numbers, um, you're going to have to play uh, above your level, but above what you usually play to give yourself a chance to match up. And you don't have to be better than him, but you have to at least be able to hold your own in that quarterback uh, comparison mm-hmm. uh, when, when the stats come out in the end.
0: Kamari, I want to take it back to this defense. You talked about it being the strength of the team, and the Hornets have been pretty solid, uh, pretty pretty solid, rather in conference play, only giving up 18 points per game through two SWAT games. And they're led by All SWAC preseason selection, uh, Mr. Davis. I think you mentioned his name earlier, but talk about how big this defense has been for the Hornets so far this season, and what's been some of the keys to its success.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, you got to start with the secondary. The experience of the secondary, I think, has been. Very important. Uh, I, I called a lot on, on the telecast. I called a no-fly zone sometimes uh, because they they just they do a great job of, of defending uh, receivers. Uh, they had a couple of lapses against Prairie View that you don't usually see, uh, but I think they corrected some of those things last week against Texas Southern. And so uh, that's been very important. Up front, um, no, no more Christian Clark, so we kind of had to use a little mm, bit more speed. Yeah. We've had, got a little more speed up front. Uh, so I think uh, Brandon Gaddy and, and Andrew Ogletree have been uh, very big for us up front and getting to the quarterback, which I think you have to do if you're going to slow this offense down because you're not going to stop Jackson State. <laughs> you got to slow them down enough so that you can score enough points to win. Um, so you know you got to get to the quarterback, and I think our front six has to do a good job of getting to the quarterback. And when they get to him, they got to put him on the ground. Uh, they can't let them have open lanes to run the have a uh, Shadour open lane score the football. And, and also, you know, you got to cover, you know, you know, pick your poison. You you cover, you know, Shane Hooks, are you going to cover Willie Gaines? You co- I mean, there's so many guys that they have to cover. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you watch this, you watch this team and it's like, you know, you know, you can't just key in on one person mm-hmm. and it's because uh, first of all, Sanders is a great job of spreading the ball around, but these guys are great athletes and that, you know, the most dangerous guy, I think, is probably Willie Gaines, the, the speedster. You know, he kind of reminds me of Tyreek Hill mm.
0: because, he worked,
1: I mean, mm. because he's very fast as well. Um, but I mean, you know, you got Dallas. I mean, I, you can, I mean, you know, you see these guys every week. So, I mean, you know, mm. the, the list goes on and on. But I think for uh, for for our defense, you know, I don't think we'll be intimidated by, by, by I think they'll, they'll be. Uh, they'll be ready for the challenge. I, I think they'll, they'll look forward to the challenge in fact, uh, because uh, I think everybody all week is gonna be like, man, these guys they're gonna run all over the field. I think there's a lot of pride, especially in that secondary, and uh, I think they'll they'll be ready to play. You know, question is, will they be able to to to, to turn that into promise? But uh, you mm-hmm. know, these guys, you know that you know, Irshad Davis is all swag selection. You know, mm-hmm. he's the leader. Of the, in my opinion, he's the leader of the defense. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, they I think they feed off of him what they do and uh, the secondary has been really really good for us this year. And I think that's really where uh the, the strength has been in part because of the experience in the secondary. So they're going to have to have a, you know, a lights out game. The, the three units I think that like, they're going to have to have their best game of the season in order for Alabama state to win on somehow win on Saturday. Quarterback's got to play above and beyond. He's got
0: to Absolutely.
1: Defensive line, without question, okay. they got to get the store. and then the secondary has got to cover. Those three units play play to their maximum potential. Uh, that, that's where you're gonna see. That's that's where you're gonna see that the game won. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned. Uh- Brandon Gaddy, you mentioned uh, Ogletree, and of course, most people are going to know about shot Davis, uh, swag follow yeah. football followers. But a name that a lot of fans know and remember is Colton Adams. Uh, we call him Bubba, or you guys call him yeah. Bubba, or he's called Bubba, the yeah. <laughs> oh, linebacker yeah. for, for, uh, for, for your group now. Yeah. Last year, he suffered some injuries. So, how has he looked? Is he back to his old
1: self? Oh, he's back to his old self. I covered Uh-oh. this kid when he was at with high school, and he loves to hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's That's still sure. hitting. Uh, and, uh, he's been ready to get out there. You know, missed a lot of the last two seasons because of injuries, and so he's back out there. And he's played, he's played well, and uh, he looks to be 100. percent So uh, I know, uh, know his old buddy J.D. Martin back there is uh, mm. be looking for him, and uh, he'll be looking for them. So maybe a couple times they'll they'll, they'll get together, and uh, I'm sure Cole's been waiting for that moment too uh, for the last uh, uh, for a little while. So those two will get acquainted again, but. Um, you know he's a great kid. Um, you know he's a humble guy, uh, but he loves playing football, and uh, he he epitomizes the, the toughness that this defense uh, needs to have uh, to be as stingy as it is. Um, you know, he he's uh, he's an outstanding linebacker. Uh, he gets to the ball, has great instincts, um, and you know when you when you haven't played a lot, <laughs> when you haven't played a lot to get a chance to play, he's ready to go. So yeah. I know he'll be uh, he'll be very excited uh, coming down Saturday.
0: Right. Well, I can tell you, J.D. Martin doesn't want to get acquainted with him during the game. Maybe before. No, maybe after, after the game. But he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to, I wouldn't want to get acquainted with him during the game. All right. But uh, so let's, let's talk about your coach, obviously, led by first year coach, Eddie Robinson, who returned to his alma mater. Of course, he played 11 years in the NFL, uh, played in the Super Bowl. Now that first year, it could be challenging for a new head coach, especially you know considering they're going to be inheriting players from the previous team, the previous uh, staff that who may not fit their scheme. So, talk about how Coach Robinson has transitioned himself in.
1: I think he's done a good job. You know, people you know people assume you know this is his first head coaching job. He doesn't know what he's doing. But you know, I, I think for, for for coaches, I think they surround themselves with other guys that they're comfortable with. Number one, number two, that can coach he's very comfortable with Harry Williams, the offensive coordinator. Ryan Lewis, the defensive coordinator, is, has, you know, is a new scheme, you know, that played a lot of 4-3 for the last few years. Now it's a, kind of a 4-2-5 looks. It's a little bit different. But Ryan Lewis has done a good job uh, around him. So I think, you know, the the thing that you ask, you you think about with first-year head coaches is logistics, you know, mm-hmm. getting to the stadium, you know, the, the X's and O's in the game, you know, making the decision to go for it on fourth down or not. You know those are the things that you worry about with first year head coaches. But this is a guy that has been in so many different situations in football. I think he just relies on those instincts a lot to do what he does in, in, in coaching room. And you know, you know, you come out and say you're going to win a spike championship first year. You know, that's you have to you have to have that kind of mindset. And I think he has brought that mindset here uh, to this team. And of course, being a former Alabama State player himself and having won championship here himself, I think he, you know, he knows what it what it takes to win in this league. And I think he also has um, surrounded himself with, with people that that work together well and mesh together well. So, you know, I think he's transitioned well to being a head coach. And uh, he's saying all the right things. This is the right thing so far uh, about this week. And so, uh, you know, we'll see how that translates in the game on Saturday. But you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, Alabama State has been – has been starving to win games. I mean, this is you know we haven't had a win season since 2015. Uh, haven't you know only had a, I take a five and six season a couple of years ago. So um, you know, you know even the, you know win lose win to lose this week. You know, you still have five more games left to go. So you can't put all your eggs into this basket. Now, you're gonna need a lot of eggs in this basket. But you still got a lot of games to go. And I think for him, um, you know, setting setting goal the way that he did, you know, is it, it, helped. Um, has helped the team a lot. And yeah, I think he's done a, a decent job coaching so far. We'll have to see what happens on Saturday and the rest of the year. But, you know, I think he's transitioned very well to being a coach. You know, this is the first head coaching job ever. And so, you know, to be three and two after five games as a coach, I think you're doing something mm-hmm. right. So you know, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. But I think the fact that he is an Alabama State guy, mm-hmm. you know, it puts him in a good position. The, 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 the fans, of, you know, fans are trying to get behind him. Um, trying to get behind the rest of his coaching staff, which has done a decent job so far. So, you know, I think Eddie Robinson Jr. being being the coach, it fits well, obviously. And because of his NFL experience, you know, he, you know, he's been he can he can relay a lot of those situations to his players. And I think you know, I think that helps out a lot uh, when you have a guy that's played. And, and obviously, with Deion Sanders, it's kind of the same thing. You know, it's kind of a different way, but. You know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, he can relate some of those um, – he can relate some of those things to his players as well. So it's always good to have someone that has played the game, that's been in the game, that knows the game, and uh, that can relate some of those things to you because you're like, man, he's been there before. He knows what it takes to get to that point. Now, I'm playing for him, so he's going to help me be in that same – be be that same way. So he's done, a, he's done a decent job so far. I know, you know, every team wants to go – You know, undefeated every year, but you can't do that. So you have to take what you can take. And uh, three and two, I think, coming into this game, uh, you know, he kind of expected that maybe, expected maybe four and one coming in, but, you know, he's done a decent job so far.
0: And, you know, he's also made some noise in the recruiting game already. You know, he's, and he has a a big weekend of recruits lined up for this game. Two five star recruits that we know of, at least, and, uh, you know, another four star, another three star. That's pretty impressive. So, what would you say has been kind of the key to that recruiting? Is it, you know, just the name or is that just something that he's probably going to hang his hat
1: on? I think it's kind of because I don't think people expected it. You know, when he came in, you know, he only had a few months to get this thing lined up and together. Uh, but uh, Billy Gresham, who, who uh, is one of his coaches here, uh, used to coach at Carver where the, the two five-stars are coming from. Uh, so it helps to have connections there mm-hmm. uh, and try to keep, you know, you know, Abbotson's really doing their best, try to keep kids here in Montgomery. It, it's been difficult, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, those kids want to play at Alabama and Auburn and, and all these other, uh, you know, these other schools. And then, you know, Deion Sanders, you know, you know, he's going to come in and try to, Try to talk to those kids too. So you know it's you know it's tough, but he's really that's really I think what has been the the biggest surprise so far was that he has been able to prove so well. You know, you get mm-hmm. guys like uh, Levante Chanel from from Colorado. You get mm-hmm. you know Jason Medlock. You, you get a uh, you know you get a uh, Santo Dun from Morehouse. And so now you're looking at this look at this guy's like man, this guy you know guys against – get some things done. And that's just in a transfer portal. Let's see mm-hmm. how, what he can do if he can get these guys, Um especially, you know, get at least one of those two Carver guys to come around. And I think the fact that he has a guy like Billy Gresham that, that knows the terrain here in Montgomery, uh, to try to keep some of, these, some of those kids here. Um, But, uh you know, that's been a problem years for, uh, for Alabama State. But that's been the biggest thing. uh That's been the biggest surprise so far of his tenure that he was able to recruit so well. So I think people are excited about that. The fact that he has been able to do so well so far in the recruiting game, I think as it gets, as time goes along, they feel it's going to get better and better. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was the big, that was a big surprise of how well he was able to do uh, early on. But this is a big weekend for him. Uh, it's a big weekend for Alabama state. And hey, it's a big weekend for Jackson state too. I mean, you know, right. uh, they, 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 they're they looking forward to it as well. So this is a, um, you know, this has been this is an exciting uh, time uh, to be here in Montgomery. I mean, it, you know, all the all the elements that are coming in. Uh, the game's already sold out. We're gonna mm-hmm. have uh, you know, you know, it's, it, you know, parking sold out. You know, all, all those things that to come together and, and have uh, have recruits like that coming in uh, this weekend. Uh, not just from from here in Montgomery, from from uh, across. I think the South. I think there'll be some more guys coming in as well. So uh, it's a big weekend and. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some guys uh that'll be wearing black and gold you know at least they, they hope so uh, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's uh that's that's also what makes this weekend so important uh for Alabama state is the, the fact that they've got a they've got a coach right now that, that has been recruiting very well and mm-hmm. uh, this is a weekend for him and to get the guys that he's getting to come to the game this week and to see the atmosphere that that can be that can be had in the swag on uh, for both sides, really, is uh, is mm-hmm. very important.
0: Right. Now, a couple of those guys, those four or five star recruits, they're, they're committed elsewhere, you know, Georgia and other places. But Coach Prime always says, if you want to lose a kid talking to the power five schools, if you want to lose a recruit to an HBCU, that, 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 if you let him come to a homecoming game, you're going to lose. Basically, is what he said. It happened with us with uh, Travis Hunter. He was committed yeah. to Florida State for a couple of years, but uh, he came to a homecoming and it was it was from there. So, uh, you know, a lot of buzz around, you know, Bama State. Uh, and that's the whole homecoming and things of that nature. So, uh, a lot of it was stirred up by our own coach Prime, right? The fact that Jackson State is <laughs> uh, Alabama yeah. State scheduled Jackson State for homecoming that has that has hyped this game up even more. Is that much of a talking point around Alabama State? I mean, obviously the players, coaches, and fans have no control over who they schedule for homecoming. So that's something that's talked about there. But because it's being talked about in Jackson, you better believe it.
1: I can imagine so. Uh, you know, I think most people look at, you know, you're in homecoming opponent, they kind of look at it as kind of a slap in the face as an insult. But uh, I think Coach Prime just trying to find a little edge. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Jackson State didn't need any extra motivation to beat Alabama State, and Alabama State didn't need any extra motivation to beat Jackson State. Um, but uh, I think, you know, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, maybe a little bit of talk about that. I, I think people just, I think, you know, for Alabama State, they just need to focus on the game itself. Um, you know, it, you know, it's you know, you're playing against the number one team in HBCU football. I don't think that that's uh, there's anything extra on that. And I, you know, he, you know, and, and Coach Robinson said the diplomatic answer. You know, you know, they they've been we have been trying to move it off of Turkey Day for a long, long time. It just happened to fall. You know, if you're going to blame it, somebody blame the swag schedule makers. They, they're the ones that, that should be involved here. They're mm-hmm. the ones that put that, that happened to put the Jackson State game there, but. Um, you know, but but look at it this way: this is going to be the biggest crowd Alabama State's this. had, without that's question. What I mean. uh, mm-hmm. they, like the game's are already sold out. We uh, might have a little bit more than capacity. We might have to call the fire marshal because mm-hmm. you know, I think so. You, you know, it seems about twenty-six-five. I'm looking about thirty to thirty-five thousand people might might try to wow, try to wow. uh I think that, that that's what you're looking at. So it's going to be a big crowd, and I think uh, both both teams will be looking forward to to the. Um, to the atmosphere. Um but you know, somebody's gotta be homecoming. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's gotta mm-hmm. be homecoming. And listen, you, you know, uh, you know, whatever whatever, you know, Coach I know Coach Prime's gonna, you know probably Coach Prime's gonna find whatever he can to get into the oh, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh you know I, th- I think it's I think it, it adds to the hype of the game obviously. Um which uh you know it's it's a big game in the East, you know, you know you run out of contenders, but um but you know it is a big game so Anything, uh, anything extra to add to it? Uh, a little, a little uh, something spicy. So uh, it's been talked about here, and it has been talked about. Don't get me wrong here, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, there's no, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing necessarily extra about it. You know, this, this is this is Jackson State, the number one team in, in in the game right now. They're the measuring stick and the swag, and uh, you know, Alabama State wants to see where it measures up. So mm-hmm. we'll see, and uh, uh, we'll try to not to have sixty-one hung up on us like Alabama. <laughs> right, right. Uh, right. You know, that, you know, but I think it adds to the fun. Of, adds to the fun of it, and I think Deion's good at marketing. He's done. He's, he's been. Great. He's been around a little bit, so he knows how to market. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's good for him, and you know, nothing wrong with trying to get a little extra, right. a little extra for Oh, the he's game.
0: he's great at he's great at. Now yeah. you mentioned that sixty one against Alabama A and Well, a lot of that was caused by Coach Maynard's, uh, You know. His comments, I know you remember the scooter comments, right? So they kind yeah, of added yeah. something to it. So Coach Prime used that, you know, locker room bulletin board material. So I think for Alabama State, there's a couple things that he's probably using as bulletin board material. Number one, he's been, you know, we talk about it, you know, the fact that Alabama State, uh, we're not going to, you know, we can place the blame wherever, but the fact is, yeah. Alabama <laughs> State schedule has Jackson State on his schedule for homecoming, right? That, that's yeah. what we see on this end, right? Well, yeah. another thing that you can't forget. Uh, the last time Jackson State came to town, spring 21. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, you remember, I remember what that. happened afterwards, right, with the Yeah, I remember that. So the, uh, I, remember I don't think that's time. forgotten either. So, you know, I'm not saying 61, but you know Coach Prime is going to be using that to his advantage, definitely. So we're looking forward yeah, to it. Well, I will
1: say this, you know, uh, I have no problem with, you know, the back-and-forth banter and, you know, mm-hmm. my, the Jackson State response. You know, last year when, when we went up there and we watched by 21, uh, you know, it's all in good fun. As long as it doesn't get it personal. Is you know, oh, no. right. you know it, it doesn't get personal it, it's fun the scooter thing i got a kick out of it you know you know mm-hmm. people got a kick out of it um just as long as it doesn't get personal so uh i know whoever wins you know it might be you know you know you know, how big 10 has all these trophy games maybe this mm-hmm. is the uh this is the reward you get if you win this game you know maybe that'll mm-hmm. start getting the reward you get to put up a meme or something uh the next day uh uh for for the winner but um you know like so when I saw the, the the picture, now when y'all came down here, you know, with the picture, I wasn't hot about it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a, a huge kick. I was like, it wasn't necessary to me, but, um, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it was all in good fun, and you know, I don't think it was any hard feeling. But you uh, know, I know, uh, I, I know that Coach Sanders, uh, you know, used that as extra motivation during the, the fall, and so uh, you know, just uh, again, it's one of those things where I'm sure that. Uh, uh, our, our wonderful uh, video board uh, department will uh, have something nice if uh, Alabama State is to get pulled off or what would be a, an upset. I, I think, you know, Jackson State comes in, they'll come into every game as a huge favorite, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I think, um, you know, I think Alabama State knows that. You know, there's no there's no false bravado here, uh, you know, until they put the, strap the pads on, on Saturday, mm-hmm. you know. And I think everybody knows that Jackson State's a huge favorite and they'll be a huge favorite in every game they play. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, you know, it's all in good fun. It's part of this, you know, it's part of it. And the swag is, is known for this type of stuff. So, uh, you know, hopefully, but like I said, as long as it doesn't get, you know, personal or anything like that, it's just fun and I'm fine with it. And, uh, uh, you know, it'll be a spirited game Saturday. I don't think there's any question about that. And, uh, I know, you know, people will be, uh, ready for this one, uh, the, the, the buzz with the homecoming thing and, you know, just how, how things ended up the last two games, uh, uh, so there's still there's a lot of extra buzz about this game. And like I said, the importance of the game because, you know, Alabama State, they're still mathematically in the Swackies race. Um, and uh, for Jackson State, I think they want to, you know, again, knock off another team and put themselves one one step closer to the Swack Championship. That's the main thing here is the, the importance of the game itself, um, even, even with all the other stuff that goes on off the field.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, again, a lot of anticipation around the game. You talked about it being sold out. I saw where parking sold out. I would imagine this yeah. is Alabama State's biggest home game in years, right? So,
1: yeah, yeah we be- well, you know Tuskegee. You know, it has some Tuskegee games, but I think this is probably, you know, probably it's probably yeah, I mean even, even bigger than the, the spring twenty twenty one because you couldn't have the fans mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, you know, this is a uh, you gotta you better get there early. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. you get there early because. Uh, uh, there, this is gonna be packed out. Uh, there's uh, not there's not not that space down there to begin with. But um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's, it's gonna be uh uh state. It's gonna be SRO. It's gonna be standing room only. Might be standing room only in the press box. You, know, mm-hmm. you, know, you might have to you know you might have to get cozy because Saturday because uh, this thing is has been talked about for two. You know, it has really been a built a two week buildup. You know, I haven't said the game last week it has been a two week this has been a two week build up and um uh, I you know uh you know it's it's, it's already the game was already sucking on the calendar for mm-hmm. Alabama State, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know, you, this is the team you have to be. If you're gonna if you're gonna win swag, you gotta go through Jackson State. You know, you gotta go through Florida and m but you definitely gotta go through Jackson State. So the game was already sucking on the calendar, but all the stuff that's surrounded it, you know, uh has made this thing bigger and uh you know it's homecoming and you know it's it's just a, a huge game, but I, I think I think since this is the tenth year of ASU Stadium, this is probably the biggest home game they've had. I, wow. I think the question about it is the biggest home game wow. at ASU Stadium. Um, you know, they, they they had big games there before, but uh, I you know I don't think even any of the Tuskegee games they've had. Uh, you know, that's a big rivalry too, Um, but nothing is going to compare to Wednesday and Saturday. Right, like this is going to be. There's not going to be a seat fill. There's a grassy patch over here on uh, behind the video board. That's going to be people sitting out there. Um, there going to be people standing outside the stadium, just you know, not with a ticket, just trying to stand outside the stadium trying to watch this thing because this is this is a this is going to be big and you know everybody's going to be there. So, um, but, but yeah, without question, this this thing is. Uh, I'm excited already. It's, it's, it's Wednesday. I can't wait for Saturday. It's
0: just, Absolutely. Uh,
1: be a, Absolutely, a Fantastic atmosphere. Probably the best atmosphere ever at ASU Stadium. And hopefully, wow. uh, the weather uh, pr- permits that as well, and uh, we will have. I, I know, I know, Jackson State will, be, will fill out that visitor's side. We're coming,
0: basketball. trust me.
1: And coming, yeah, yeah. You, you'll have We're trying uh, to find uh, some more tickets now. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> trying to get those tickets, and uh, you know, I know Alabama State, uh, I know Alabama State and their alumni. They're excited as well. Um, this is an exciting time uh, to be here at, at Alabama State and. Uh, you know it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun i mean you know no, no matter what happens the atmosphere is gonna be a lot of fun and, and um you know the game's gonna be fun too but uh, without question this this thing's uh this thing's gotten bigger than probably would have been uh without all the elements but this mm. thing's gonna be
0: maybe maybe. Good stuff. Well, we're looking forward to it, Tiger fans. will be on the road. We will be in the house. We're trying to take over the city. I'm just going to let you know. That's just how we well, do it. I, well, so you know,
1: I think it took over Alabama A&M Stadium last mm-hmm. year when, uh, when they came down there. I think Deion Sanders did a great job and just challenging his his fan base to you mm-hmm. know to to uh, you know to support the team. And and I think um, for Alabama State, you know, the chance for them to kind of show that hey, you know, we have a, the ability to host these type of uh, Big games as well, and I mm-hmm. think you right. know. You talk about recruiting, you talk about things surrounding that. You know, this is a big, this is a big weekend for Alabama State athletics. You know, um, not just to have the fact that Jackson State is here because of, of what it, they, they could show. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. I know y'all are looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, this is this game I've been looking forward to. Um, you know, all season. Um, you know, I watched a lot of Jackson State football the last two years, and I just like watching you guys play. So, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to. To Washington, and uh, you know, for Alabama State fans, they hope they will pull off, uh, pull off a, a shocking win. I know maybe it won't be sho- maybe it won't be shocking to sh- some of these fans, but, um, but I, think, I think it'll uh, be shocking. Yeah, I think, I think most I think most fans yeah, will be shocked.
0: But, yeah, it'll be shocking.
1: You know, that's yeah. why they play the games, and you know, no, you know, we'll be ready to play? they will be ready to play. They'll be, ready to play. Uh, they'll, they'll, be they'll, they'll show up. And they'll play. And uh, Jackson said I know that they'll be ready to play as well. And, um, we'll have a I think we'll have a good football game Saturday. Be, it'll be entertaining. We'll put it. We'll put it that way. It will be you entertaining. It'll be an entertaining game. It'll be a. It'll be a, a sixty-minute fight. I think.
0: All right. Good stuff. Well, again, as usual, as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you for all the valuable insight. Looking forward to the game. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Let's do it. Let's get it.
1: Oh yeah, looking forward to it. We'll uh, see. See you guys come down here in uh, full force, and uh, uh, hopefully it'll be a great atmosphere, and hopefully it'll oh, just good. be. Uh, in good nature fun and uh, hopefully uh, everybody will go home uh, excited about what happened this weekend.
0: Right. All right. See you next time. Oh will see you. All right. Definitely appreciate that. Let me end the broadcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need.